So what's up? Um, I'm sick as a fucking dog. I, Blair, I don't give a shit. I made my dad dab at work today. You can talk about how sick you are, sick you are later, but I got my dad to dab at work. <laughs> so why did you ask? <laughs> Go with the bit, Blair. I'm going with the bit. You told me this Thank earlier, you. but it's still, like, golden. I didn't tell you the story, though. Oh, tell me the story. So we're consolidating a bunch of people into, like, one office. Mm-hmm. Like, there are a bunch of people that work on different projects. There's, like, really no reason to have them, in, like, in separate, in disparate places in the building. Uh-huh. So we're consolidating all to this one office, which is very warm and a very bad place in that building called the Dungeon. Uh-huh. And this one guy, Chris, has been making, like, a big stink about his desk and, like, his desk size about it. And my dad, who works with me, and uh, my boss, whose name is Chabelle, have been ribbing him about it, kind of endlessly and like chris currently has a really nice desk and chevelle is like hey i'm gonna want that desk once we move in would you mind cleaning it up a bit Uh uh-huh and then so last night my sister and i taught my dad what dabbing was sure as one does because she's she came home from college on monday she's been very into dabbing lately Mm -hmm. like she does like a one-handed dab and it just kind of looks like she like missed a salute like on the on the (laughs) x-axis Um, but we taught my dad what dabbing was, so my dad goes to rib Chris, and he's like, hey, can, you need to really clean up your desk, and I'm, like, yelling at him, like, dad, do the thing, and he, like, he's carrying, like, this tube of, like, architect documents and, like, a binder, and he sets, he, like, plops him down on Chris's desk, like, hits the cleanest dab I have ever seen anyone over the age of 50 do in my life, oh and my walks God. away. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I mean, that makes him the next president, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> like, that's part of the Constitution, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoever dabbed most recently is the president. <laughs> I, I, I guess, I mean, who has, whoever has the most, like, heroic dab becomes the next president. Oh, so, like, if Superman hit the dab while, like, jumping off, like, the, the whatever... New, the Boston Glob or whatever he worked for. Uh-huh. And, like, he just, like, hit the dab on the way down. Yeah. Is he president? Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> solid, solid. This is this is the new political praxis. Yes. If a witch eats the president, that witch should become the president. <laughs> but only if she dabs. Yes. She must dab while eating the president. She must keep her head, like, tucked into her, like, the inside of her elbow the, the whole entire time? time. Yes, the whole time while she's eating the president. Does that count as a dab or just like standing weird? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I feel like, like how how long do you da- how long is a dab before it becomes like just a weird pose? I feel like a doing? dab is only a momentary gesture. You know, though I could. Yeah, be okay. I'm I'm practicing. I'm doing some dabs right now. I'm like. <laughs> I don't know how long do you Blair when you dab how long do you hold a dab for well first of all I don't dab well okay I'm leaving this podcast it's been a good year Blair <laughs> first but of all if you I'm a did dab, <laughs> if you did dab how long would you hold that dab for um I don't know like like five seconds tops even that seems too long yeah that's fair mm-hmm. that's that's fair so the so you think five seconds is too? Let me. I'm gonna go ahead and try a five, a five second dab. You It'll be longer than you think it is. That is a long dab. Yeah. No. Damn. <laughs> oh, 
That's going to be a really entertaining audio, by the way. Just you, And you can also, like, hear my audio because I go from, like, talking like a normal person and then I just kind of start talking like this and it's a little bit covered up because I'm talking into my elbow now. Right, right, And I'm right. facing away from the microphone a little bit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now I know how Tay Zonday feels. <laughs> <laughs> and with that blast from the past, <laughs> what if Tay Zonday dabbed? Hold on, I got Google Tay Zonday dabbing. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, I don't know who this is. You don't know who Tezande is? No, I don't. Chocolate Rain? Oh, him! I guess I just yeah. didn't know him by name. No, yeah, that's... I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, didn't find anything, but did see an incredibly baked image uh, that's, like, purple, but it's it's Chocolate Rain, but it's purple, and it says, I move away from the mic to dab. <laughs> I see. This is this is the new segment on the show where we just like iterate memes that we find. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Or I react to memes that Luna presents to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of me nodding and being like, mm-hmm, everyone your number one centennial podcast that's a hundred years we did it (laughs) (laughs) this is only episode 49 so we missed three weeks (laughs) yeah that sounds i mean two of those weeks were because we couldn't get an episode about hellraiser out yeah (laughs) like on our third episode yeah yeah but we did it yeah but we were here I, the, the thing is, this I've tried three podcasts before, and the mistake I made on both of them was watching The Secret of Nim 2. <laughs> it's a curse. It's cursed! I Like, that movie makes me so upset that I cancel my bad movie podcast. Like, I think we were about to watch Secret of Nim 2 for... I think we did! But I don't know if we did a podcast episode about it. Let me take a look at our onestarcinema.tumblr.com. I don't Flash remember the watching the movie. Uh... Actually, no, I... We we watched it with Benny, didn't we? we no, did did we? I think we watched it with. Uh, yes. Well, then who did we watch Sir Billy with? Uh, oh yeah, we watched Sir Billy with Benny. Did we watch Was that Benny though? <sighs> Shit. Shit. Hold on, let me just take a look. Twitter.com slash one star cinema. I think that's your old. Um... No, that's the Tumblr. Oh, the Twitter okay. should be the new podcast. Podcast. Nope, it's not. I see. What well, the hell was our what the what the hell was our Twitter handle? Um, do we have a Twitter? We did. It was I don't like OSC Pod. Do you think we had a Twitter? We we must have had a Twitter. Well, we must have had a tweet. Particular... <laughs> I mean, I wasn't tweeting very much at the time. I'll concede that. Uh huh. Neither was I. This was freshman year of uh, college for me. I almost said yeah. high school. Could you imagine? I would have been fourteen. Oh my god! You you would have been like smaller than you are now. Yeah. But, yeah, so The Secret of Nim 2 is a podcast killer. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so we'll just... we'll watch it once we hit, like, ten years. Yeah. Just... Th- that'll be your sign-off episode. Just so we have an easy once you see Once you see The Secret of Nim 2 pop up in your feed, you'll know that I have just, like, died. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> or, like, our... our, our... See, the Secret of Nim 2 podcast is my last will and testament. <laughs> so you give yourself about ten years? Oh, yeah, uh, ish. (laughs) 
I mean, have you, I mean, with the health care, like, can you imagine polit- politics? The politics, the po- topical politicals. Were- I was going to make, I was going to make a joke, like, you know about the, tra- the, ex- the life expectancy of trans people, but that seemed a bit grim yeah. for the first eight minutes. Yeah. So, uh, unrelated to horror or uh, LGBT things in media, but uh, there's a movie. Com- there was a thing apparently this year with movies that have like uh, about babies in movies. Uh huh. Because there's on. Boss Baby. Uh huh. There's Baby Groot. Right. Which fucking sucks. I'm taking a stance. Uh huh. And then there's a new Edgar Wright movie coming out called Baby Driver. Interesting. You, you did you ever see the Transporter? No. Do you know what the Transporter is? No. Jason Statham spends an hour and a half driving cool. I see. That's it's this it, it, baby driver is that, but it's uh, with like like a uh, a very young driver. You see, I think we're and all he, just like, his name is his name is baby. I think we're all just really getting into age regression in two thousand. <laughs> oh, oh! I just realized why he looked familiar in the trailer. It's because he was Augustus in The Fault in Our Stars. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh. The guy's last name is Elgort. That's a lot. That's a lot of last name. He, like, he sounds like... That last name sounds like an alien. Yeah. Dude. Dude. My... <laughs> so my, like, aunt, kind of, uh, married a guy named Zebulon. <laughs> you... When? Okay, when? When? I don't know. Like, uh, last year or the year before. Why didn't you tell me? I just, I just, it just didn't come up. It just didn't come up. Um, okay. Also, also, hey, did you know that they have that they already released the third movie in the Divergent series? I didn't know they were making movies. You didn't know Divergent was a movie. Oh yeah, that's right. I feel like I feel like that's been like oh, the only reason I the only reason I bring that up is because this guy was also in Divergent. Yeah, and wasn't the main chick in Divergent also in the Fault of Our, in Our Stars? She? No, I that feel can't. Like... Oh my god, it's Sha- you're right, Shailene Woodley. Oh my god. 2014 was a hell of a year for those two. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Oh my goodness. That's too funny, the fact that they're in the same movie twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, mean, you mean they're together in, yeah. mo- in, twice in a year. Yeah. Uh, where were we? <laughs> I did say they were in the same movie. Well... Yeah. I guess I kind of about that. Never mind. We'll get it. Okay. Divergent was a very bad movie with a pretty okay soundtrack. That's good to know. I didn't see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I just, I just like Junkie XL a yeah. fair amount. Yeah, He's, yeah. He did another soundtrack recently that I don't remember. He, it might have been. I think he did the soundtrack for Kingsman Secret Service. Ooh. Which I liked. Yeah, I hear they're coming out with a... another one of those. Yeah, Kingsman the 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 bit the the big dick. Yeah, that one. <laughs> That's the one. Yep. <laughs> Jokes. Jokes. Thanks for sticking with us for an entire year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is the quality you've waited one year to receive. Oh no, he he composed Mad Max Fury Road. Ooh, ooh. That's a movie. Let's see. That's a movie people like. Oh, he also composed for DOA Dead or Alive and Kingdom of Heaven, so he's a big he's apparently a big Uva Bowl fan. I see. And Resident Evil? Yeah, okay. So are we just gonna like read the IMDB uh, pages of like various people in the film industry? Yes. 
I guess what else do we do on this podcast? Yeah. Hold on. I'm just like really interested because he, he's like been on some really big, uh, he's been on some really big soundtracks because he was like, he collaborated with Hans Zimmer on, in set on uh, dark Knight rises. Mm-hmm. He collaborated with him on inception. Hey, did you know that Hans Zimmer scored mega mind? I do now. That's pretty cool. Honestly, I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into that flavor. Oh my god. <sighs> hey. hey. What's up? We watched a movie this week. Did we? I think so. I think we did. Hold on. I need, I need to talk about Baby Driver a little bit more. Okay. <laughs> tell me Tell me your Baby Driver feels. It look it looks fun. Yeah. I, I I like a good I like a good car movie and I really like Edgar Wright, so Sure. Sure. The name Baby Driver and the star is not really selling me because I'm not a big fan of that man's face. Sure. But, like, it's got Kevin Spacey, it's got John Hamm, it's got Jamie Foxx, so uh-huh. I'm, I'm excited. Uh-huh. I'll probably see it. Cool. Cool. <laughs> a Baby lukewarm driver. recommendation. Like, I saw the name Baby Driver and I literally thought it was a Boss Baby spinoff. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like... Edgar... Can you imagine Boss Baby directed by Edgar Wright? Right. Especially since last week, off-air, we did confirm that Chunk is Boss Baby. Right. No, exactly. Exactly. Uh, other big news before we get into our shit for the week. Mm-hmm. We launched a Patreon. Ooh. So, Ooh. with the Patreon launch, we did also announce that this is the first, you know, we've you, you're hearing of this except for... On the Patreon page, we are going to start doing an Animorphs podcast because I got really into it that one time. Uh-huh. And yeah, um, we're going to at least do a couple episodes of that. If we can get hosting for it, we will definitely keep doing episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just going to kind of depend on how much Patreon support we get, just because we don't really have the out-of-pocket funds right. to pay for two separate feeds, uh-huh. and we don't have the money to upgrade this feed so that we can hold both of them. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh, Blair, what's the name of that podcast going to be? Uh, the Golden Yerks. Thank you. I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that one. It's pretty good. So the, Not as good as fear baiting. So the basic conceit of it is going to be a, a reread kind yeah, of podcast. Yeah, a reread podcast. And then maybe we'll watch some of the TV series because yeah. there wasn't that many episodes. It'll be like a communal book club where yeah. we all read a book either once a month or one, twice a month. Twice a month. They're, they're like, short books. A sh- yeah, yeah. They shouldn't be too like, hard. You can like kind of you can kind of just like choke them down and like an hour or two. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about them and you can ask yeah. us about them and we'll, we'll... We'll make a note of all the morphs. Yeah. And there'll be memes. <laughs> and maybe we'll go into tangents about horror movies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That... Animorphs made me a furry. Yeah. That's not shocking. Mean, there are a lot of things that made me a furry. Uh-huh. It's a, it's a complicated, complicated uh, web you had to weave. Yeah. The, the furry web. Sorry, I don't, I don't, didn't have any. Cool. I got nothing. I cool. thought, <laughs> should we get into the movie we watched this week? Uh, yes, we should get into the movie that we watched this week. Blair, what movie did we watch this week? Well, it's been a long time coming. And honestly, for a while, I thought we might not ever watch it just because of how, like, how invested I am into it as my, like, personal brand. But mm-hmm. we watched the Blair Witch Project this week. <laughs> We did watch the Blair Witch Project this week. So back at the start of this podcast, we started. We kind of talked about two movies with a sort of reverence. We we talked about the Blair Witch Project because that's Blair's favorite, uh-huh. and we talked about Lake Mungo as like an ultimate goal for this podcast for uh-huh. me because I want to be able to watch Lake Mungo, but I've heard it's very scary. Yes. So 
next year we'll do like Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I felt like it should have. We, we I did like an informal like poll, and yeah, people and seemed Blair more Witch, interested right? in the Blair Witch Project than like Mongo. But yeah, because we don't talk about Lake Mungo very often. No, and it's less iconic, I feel, in a sort of larger sense. But um, yeah. the Blair Witch Project has informed my taste in horror quite a bit, if you've not already been able to tell that. Um, and I am kind of excited at the uh, opportunity to talk on why I feel like it's so successful for yeah. me, personally. I and we got a lot of good questions about this too. Yeah, like I'm really excited to talk about this movie. So there's not a lot of plot really to get through. Yeah, I mean, I I assume ever, if if you haven't seen the Blair Witch Project, you probably have absorbed what it's about via cultural osmosis. Yeah, um, and we talked about it a lot. Um, I forgot about who I forgot who wrote it, but I still do have that PDF of. The Blair Witch Project, the end of the Blair Witch Project is one of the few moments in horror movies that combine dread and horror into one moment. There's a lot to unpack with the Blair Witch Project, and I think it, which I think is what makes it so successful, because it, 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 surface level, it's just like three blokes get lost in the woods, they get really freaked out, and they have some cameras, and then you get to watch it. Um, so that's like a surface level of it, but then, like, the deeper you go... There's just so much there, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I oh, think- hey, we, la- we launched our Patreon uh, like 20 minutes ago and we got a $5, we got a $5 don't uh, Patreon already. <laughs> 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 Fuck yeah. So uh, let me take a, uh, you, you keep talking. I want to see who, who, who that is. Yeah. Cause I've, I want to la- thank them on the air for being the first one to support this podcast. <laughs> Last semester. Of course. Of course. Blair, you already know who it is. Who is it? You know who it is. Who is it? It's Seda. Oh, of course it's Seda. Of course it's Seda. Thank you, Seda. Of course. <laughs> Fear bait loves Seda. Big big love for Seda. <laughs> big love. Big ups. Yes. Make sure to listen to the episodes they've been on. So. Yeah, Seda. Seda has produced two of my... I also kind of want to talk at the end of this episode like about like the year behind us. Like I want to talk about some of our favorite episodes. Uh-huh. Our fa- the favorite movie that we've watched. Yes. Uh, you're not allowed to say this one because that's a fucking cop out, you coward. <laughs> Actually, um, I don't think it'll be what you think it will be, but yes. Because <laughs> this, this is my favorite movie, but not the favorite movie we've watched, if that makes sense. Okay. Ish. Kind of. I just feel like it, it, it was like, like, the one that, anyway, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. Go on. Okay, so I wrote a paper. Oof fall semester about this movie so uh-huh. i have a lot of nuggets about this movie a lot of a lot of, a lot of dank nugs as yeah. they say in the weed world yeah so um i think i mean we can talk about what happens in the movie but i kind of want to talk about the production of the movie a little bit yeah i i mean let's just do a quick plot of what happens three camp three campers two two people who are friends and one guy they hire out go into the woods for a documentary about the blair witch uh, and then they get fucking haunted because they disturb something, potentially. They find a house in the woods that doesn't exist, mm-hmm. um, and then they all die, yes. presumably. Essentially. So, uh, the, thing, the, the big thing to unpack about this movie is that the website is such an integral part of this movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the marketing for this movie was, like, some of the first, like, viral marketing. Yeah, and it's, like, the last one that will actually be, like, 
I, I don't know about any viral marketing that's been as impactful. I mean, there was, like, I this for, like, a forgettable horror movie, like, this was, like, almost 10 years ago by now, uh-huh. but there was, like, this, this thing on Chat Roulette where, like, they would, like, or was it Omegle? I don't remember. Uh-huh. Probably Omegle because they didn't want to look at dicks. Uh-huh. Uh, but I don't know if actually Omega had video chat function. Anyway, sorry. Where it would be like the normal people on one end and then your opponent, you the person across from you would be like, you know, a cute girl or something. And then she would like turn into a demon and run at the camera and it would scare the shit out of you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, let me look, let me, you, you talk for a little bit, but like, that's the only thing I can think of for viral marketing that has not been like completely fucking garbage. Yeah. No, the thing about the, the Blair Witch Project website is that, um, like, well, like, Websites for movies were like super uncommon at the time. The Last Exorcism. Oh sure, um, uh, the thing the the Blair Witch website specifically was built to not look like a website promoting a movie. It was meant to look like like some some like fanatics like research website, you know, about this kind of thing. Like they made on fucking Angel Fire or like GeoCities or whatever. Um, yeah. And it's 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 still up. You have to go through. I think you have to go through the new Blair Witch Project's website <laughs> to get mm-hmm. to it. But it's still up, and all the things are there. And it's got some really really neat like Easter eggs and stuff like that. Little like 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 lore nuggets if you're into that. Yeah, um, it's super fun. Uh, so there's like, and another part of the marketing was that they put up like wanted posters for these kids. Yeah. Um, to the point, and they, like, to the point where, like, people were calling this small town in Maryland, like, the sheriff's office, and, like, yeah. being like, hey, what about these kids that are missing? Like, did you find them? Have you seen this movie? This is fucking crazy. Like, my mother, my mother legitimately thought that this movie was real for, like, two weeks after she saw it. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, I mean, like, obviously not everyone had that impact, but there, enough people that, like, there was, there was actual, like like a response to it and I, I i i don't think that that will ever be replicated like that because it was kind of the first to do it quite like that but yeah it, i don't know it's i think it's such a and like it, it exists in such a weird like web 1.0 era where exactly, it's like exactly we didn't have we didn't have snopes well, we might have had snopes back then i actually don't know when snopes was founded but we didn't like there wasn't like widespread there wasn't social media like where like i can go on twitter and just be like yo is this shit fucking real and like fifty thousand idiots with egg avatars will come out and be like no you dumb sack of shit yeah exactly i don't know it's, i mean i don't have that many followers but i mean I the, the, the directors of this movie wouldn't didn't say like we didn't want people to like we we weren't out to convince people that was that it was real but we didn't want to deny people the idea yeah. that it was real you know so it's yeah like, and like the, there's so much about this movie that just couldn't happen in this day and age because like even the way that the director and the crew treated like the cast on this film like that would just like yeah th- there's there's standards against that now yeah exactly I mean what they did essentially is they sent them out in the woods with GPS and they gave them like little, like, like Easter eggs with, like, notes inside of them, basically. Yeah. Um, that they were supposed to open at specific times, and they couldn't tell anyone else what was on those pieces of paper. And then they were yeah. just supposed to do whatever was on those pieces of paper. Um, and they didn't have... They had no other... Well, they had very bare-bones information, other than that. Yeah. Um, it, it, it was honestly... It was kind of, like, Survi- if Survivor was a little bit more scripted than it, current, than it already is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Burn. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, and, and then I think they, yeah, yeah, I don't know, it's just, it's so, it's, it's really interesting, because it, it feels so 
but it feels so honest just by looking that. Yeah. I think I, I the first like not even just the first ten minutes, but like through most of the like first and second act of the movie, like you get a genuine sense of humor throughout the thing. You know, like it yeah. really it doesn't yeah. try to make you laugh. It's just people who are like having a good time around one another. You know, uh-huh. and there's there's a no, lot definitely. of building for these you know like connection with these characters, which I don't think like horror movies try to do and which can be so easily like achieved with found footage because you are directly connected to those characters through point of view that it could be so easy to create that sort of like pathos between two characters to like between the viewer and the like the 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 character but um Mm -hmm. i don't think people stick the landing quite as well as this movie did probably because a lot of found footage movies are trying to write i've said this before but they're just trying to write love letters to the blair witch project in in a way that yeah, that doesn't, like, you know, it, it doesn't say anything new. It just goes through the rote motions, and it's... it's The Blair Witch Project was, like, a once-in-a-lifetime thing, and found footage is still a viable field, but you I, have... Oh, go ahead. I do take a mild umbrage with the fact... with calling it a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I, I think the phenomena did have a bit of a resurgence, but, I mean, you know, paranormal activity, obviously. Sure, paranormal sure. activity... Like, I don't think paranormal activity would happen without the Blair Witch Project, but I think that... I, and I don't think Paranormal Activity is better than The Blair Witch Project, but I think that Paranormal Activity is sort of the second time it happened. Because both of them have, like, ridiculously high percentage grosses. Like, Blair Witch Project, but it was $60,000. Right. Gross of, like, $234 million. That's, like, I did the math, 4,133.3 repeating percent budget. Yeah. Paranormal Activity, 15000 budget. Now, oh, hold on, I gotta do some quick math. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if it's, it's – maybe it. once in a lifetime isn't true, but I don't think emulating the exact same situation is – Yeah, no, like, again, like like I said, like, <clears throat> I, it's just I, – I know that I'm contradicting what I said earlier that, like, this couldn't happen again. And, like, it, it, it didn't because, like, in terms of just movie, I think that Paranormal Activity is sort of a second iteration of the Blair Witch Project. But, like I said earlier, like, there is – you can't do what you did to the actors again. You can't do what you did to web one with web 1.0 again. You can't like, yeah. you can't put that genie back in the bottle. I'm sorry that I'm like jumping all over myself. No, here, it's really cool. It's just, I'm having some thoughts. Yeah, no, no. Cause like totally. I did, I did want to bring up paranormal activity. Cause that is like, paranormal, like Blair Witch Project caused the first wave of, fa- of like really big, like the first really big wave of found footage. Right. And then paranormal activity caused the second, and that that wave is still going. Like it does owe its, it does really all owe itself to the Blair Witch Project. Uh-huh. But like, we would not be still having found footage movies if paranormal activity hadn't happened. Uh-huh. I gen- I genuinely believe that. I think of Creep, a movie we talked about uh, months ago, as a really mm-hmm. good e- example of a found footage movie that doesn't take cues from the Blair Witch Project. No, absolutely, like nothing at all in that. Like. There's very little found footage, like, these days that is not, like, mired in supernatural activity of something or another. Uh-huh. And I'm like, not... A- I, I, I mean, I'm, like, there's... I can't really think of anything else right now besides Creep. And I'm sure that there's some. Like, I, I've i been... I'm, I'm wrong very often. Uh-huh. But I... Like, Creep is just completely grounded in reality. Nothing in it is remotely like supernatural like every found footage movie that i can think of that like was big like you know blair witch project obviously paranormal activity uh cloverfield right, yeah. um like even non 
like literally the only other found footage that I can think of that is not does not delve into the supernatural is Project X, which was a comedy found footage movie about a really big house party. I see. Um, I don't know. I don't. It's not super. It's not necessarily the supernatural aspects of it. But it's, no, no, no. I was saying like as an example. Oh, sure. No, exactly. Um, I, I'm thinking like we have that, like that Arizona thing coming up, or Project Phoenix or something coming out. Yeah, so, that looks. That which looks. Is, uh... And it, I'll probably see it. Lord knows I'll see it. But it, <laughs> it it looks like the Blair Witch Project with aliens, and it's and it's like, and I and it's. Because it is like these kids are missing and we want to find them and they got lost in the woods and here's these here's these tapes and there's some weird stuff happening, um, and it's just we you, we can't not we can't though just not we can't I'm not strong enough we we just there's there's just no reason to do it because a movie already did it and God knows it did it better you know yeah I I, I also think that like um we didn't really talk very much about it when we did the episode uh-huh. but i think apollo 18 also was like a sort of unique perspective on found footage yeah i think so like i think that like the har- one of the hardest things for found footage is finding interesting ways to present the footage to you diegetically yes i think that like i mean blair witch project every like every found footage movie has the you know these tapes are the last recorded diaries of whatever but, like, other films, like the first movie we watched for this podcast, uh, uh, The Borderlands. Oh, sure, or Final yeah. Prayer. Like, the diegetic reason for that is that these cops just, like, I actually don't remember what the diegetic reason for that was. But, like, these cops just, like, invade a fucking... God, that was a good fucking movie, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, I think that the reason was it because it was... I mean, it, they were recording everything because of... Um, to 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 try to like document this miracle that was happening or was supposed yeah. to be happening, you know. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the digestive reading for like the presentation to the audience. Though. Oh, sure. I don't know if there was one within the context of the movie. There was. There was like a like a short like thirty second stinger before the movie started. Sure, sure. I missed it. Whatever but it was. I I digress. It's yeah. just you know the final transmission. It, it's always that's kind of what it is, and it's kind of like hard to get other reasons for it. Yeah, exactly. Like I think VHS actually manages. That like the first VHS at least manages uh-huh. that interestingly because it's like these these crooks invading a house and they just find all these fucking tapes and it's like well what's up with this? Uh-huh. I think another um, way to uh, kind of counteract that is something that I see Australia doing every so often is like a sort of mockumentary like Lake Mungo is that and there's also a movie about like the tunnels and in Australia that is like that as well. I only watched oh that as one. above so below no not as above so below. <laughs> Uh, what was that movie that uh, Roswell was recommending that we watch? Um, Australian mockumentary found it, footage about a serial killer. Oh, Vernon Shaw. I think was it was it? Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I can't remember what what it's called. Um, yeah, uh, Vernon Shaw was a president of Dominica, so that's <laughs> how I'm thinking of. Um, but it's it's uh, if we'll we'll think about it. Um, it's, it I'll, said, I'll, I'll Google it. Uh, it. It was about like a, it's yeah, like a fake documentary about like a not not necessarily a serial killer, but I think it was just like a like a horror movie monster, you know, mm-hmm. like like, and and the process of being a horror movie monster, and it's not exactly the same thing, but I think I think framing it within the context of a framing one of these movies within the context of the rise of Leslie Vernon. Okay, <clears throat> behind um, the mask, rise of Leslie Vernon. That's yeah. What it is. Um, 
Uh, oh, that was American, not Australian. Anyways, go on. Um, but still, you know, the same kind of idea. Um, I think uh, a documentary is a, is a good framing device for these kind of things. Because I think essentially at the end of the day, it's like if, if you're trying to frame film, horror film, in a sort of way where it would exist in the real world, uh-huh. uh, I, I think I think that is falls under the, the branch of found footage, you know, like yeah. I'm under that umbrella. Um, so uh, br- brief aside to talk about a, a, a stay tuned I think we should watch the Poughkeepsie tape sometime soon Ooh, I have not seen it I don't think it's super good but I would like to see it <laughs> you don't you don't think it's good I've heard very mixed reviews on it I've heard it's very scary <laughs> well we'll see we'll we'll we'll, we'll squash this beef <laughs> yeah that's another question that I kind of want to ask. So, brief diversion from the Blair Witch Project. I want to kind of get into to some superlatives of for this past year of podcast. Okay. So, I'm going to go ahead and pull up our Libsyn page. You should do the same because I want to talk about what you thought was the worst movie that we watched this past year that was not in Schlocktober. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, the worst movie that we watched this year for me is The Blair Witch Project. It's overrated and it smells like dog pee. Wow. Thanks. Wow. Anyways, uh, the, the, I'll for probably my cut own that. Co-host. That wasn't very funny. <laughs> uh, my worst pick this movie this year is Horseman. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. Because, like, I, I, it was kind of a toss between that and Charnel House because I got fucking angry at Charnel House, but, like, Charnel House was, like, innocuously bad. I like, was going to say Charnel House. Charnel um, House was fucking garbage uh-huh. and I hated it, but Horseman was like actively trying to be like weird and edgy. Like whenever I think about, I'm trying to like weigh the two in my mind. I think of that scene in Horseman where the, uh, the, the, the girl like holds up the fetus in the bag uh-huh. and like that just seals the deal for me because that is just so yeah, egregiously right. bad. Yeah. Oh my god, that's right. I totally forgot about that. No, but I'm going to stick with Charnel House just to keep it like diverse. Yeah. So why? Why? What what makes you take Charnel House over uh, Horseman? I think I just got more mad at Charnel House than I did Horseman. I don't. You got kind of fired up at Horseman. That's true. But I check the the tapes on that one. (laughs) I remember getting pretty mad at Charnel House. I remember you getting really mad at Charnel House too. Yeah, I'm going to cut in some, like, highlights from those episodes right here. <laughs> Wait, what the fuck is this movie? Oh, my God. Like, I, mean, I know I, this is part of my preamble. We're going to get into this shit. But, like, what the fuck? Okay, I mean, to be fair, like, it was your decision. Yes, I know, but, like, still. Like, I have a lot of bones to pick with this movie on, like, a lot of levels. I have a skeleton to pick with this movie. (laughs) Um, what else did I want to ask about for this? Um, I mean, Charnel House did have that horror, oh my god, the fucking doppelgangers. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, that movie. Yeah. No, it's ex- it is extremely convoluted. Okay. What movie did you have the least fun watching this year? Um, probably one of our first episodes, which is um uh Ills Them. 
Yeah, no, that's absolutely it. Like I was like zoning zoning in and out. Like I like how like I had to cut like two minutes of searching and you're just like immediately ills. Yeah, yeah. No, it's 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 um <laughs> No movie has failed to grab my attention like Ills Them did. I, 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 I think it might be because it was in French, which makes me feel so bad, but I'm so bad at paying attention to I mean subtitles. we watched we watched a foreign film like four episodes later and we were able to pay attention just fine. Which one was that? Shudder. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I totally forgot about that one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to watch more foreign horror films. <laughs> we need yeah. to, we need to like we need to watch audition. Yeah. Hey, just as a side note, if you have, if any of y'all have recommendations for us about Please. movies, yeah, send them. We'll we'll take recommend. We'll, we're also going to be putting up on the Patreon. We're going to be putting a like voting tab thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where it's like, hey, you can vote on. We'll put up like a straw poll or something where you can be like, hey, vote on the movie that we watched this month. Uh huh. And that'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> And also, if you do the Patreon, you get, like, early access to all of our episodes, because we're going to try and be better about editing them ahead of time this, for now. Yeah. Because we're going to be are... professionals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so back to Blair Witch Project. Okay. Okay. Um, so what's up? What's up? Um, I did. I don't know if I had a point to make after the ones that I made, but um, I, I think there's just so many little details in, like the actual lore of this film um, that I think really, like, you really appreciate in, like, a second or third watch of it. Um, there's there's the whole, like, overarching plot of, like, like Coffin Rock and um, the, the serial murderer in the 1940s who, like, killed all these kids. Rustin Parr. Rustin Parr, yeah. Um, like, that information does not... You don't know that information unless you look at the the website. Well, no, they mention it in the. Well, yeah, but like the it, the website the web if you don't look at the website before seeing this movie, it just like takes. You don't. I feel like you don't get the full experience unless you look at the website. I feel that's why I said you. I think you re- need like a because I never I didn't look at the website before I picked up on those plot points um, because they do mention in the beginning of the movie that like yeah, Rustin Parr. Um, made these kids like stand in the corner of a wall. Yep. Um, so they mention it, but it's 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 mentioned in in a like a in a sea of other information, you know. And there's a lot going on, and a lot of it doesn't come to fruition. Um, but it, it it does make it, it it makes for a satisfying rewatch. I feel like this movie has a high rewatchability because there there is a lot of chaos in it, but it's like there's there's within all that chaos there is a sort of method to it, you know. Yeah. Um, so, and and then we have, like, the most iconic, like, closing scene of it, you know, with um, uh, Josh standing in a corner, you know, while Heather comes down, and, and the audio is, I mean, you pointed this out when we watched it this time, is coming from the color camera while Heather has Yeah, that, that is such a good moment. Also, because sorry, it sounds so phone. distant while we hear it. So there's, like, a sort of, like, like, um... Like, um, dissociation. Kind of, yeah, feeling. like, you, you're you kind of just, like, really out of your element. So, like, there's this, this, I've talked about this before, but the way that the end of this movie fuses fear, like, I don't think, it's kind of hard to iterate how difficult it is to combine fear and dread into one moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, defining fear is just, like, the moment, like, the feeling you get when you're, like, scared in the moment. Like, right, you know, right. a, pop, a pop scare most often causes it. Uh-huh. 
and dread just being like a general feeling of unease. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, and like they're 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 kind of hard to divorce from each other, but it's hard to have strictly one and strictly the other. Uh huh. Does that make sense? No, no, I, I get that. I think I think it's I think fear is in sort of like a like a jump scare kind of sense is really easy to evoke because it's just sudden, you know. But yeah, trying to con- trying to um, create a sense of unease, um, you need to like create an atmosphere. Uh, like you, yeah, the atmosphere is like the, you just get like this movie is all atmosphere. Like we're not going over the plot because there's no plot really to go over. Someone yeah, takes a map into a in the river, woods, but it's like it is it is the 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 uh, the, the 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 falling apart of reality that happens within you know the woods. That, yeah, um, is what makes you know what sets up the atmosphere for it. You but, know, like. But- the end of the movie, for those of you who haven't seen it, uh, you know, spoiler alert, yeah. for, what, 20 years ago? Uh, yeah. Ish. Ish. Uh, I'm going to take a quick look, In actually. 1999, if I recall correctly, so nearly 20. Wow. It's been that long. When's, when's, the, when's the Criterion Collection? Right? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, 1999. Uh-huh. Um, so, the ending of this movie is uh, Heather and... And Mike are running around the house. Uh-huh. It's Mike, right? Right. Okay. So Heather and Mike are running around this house that they find in the middle of nowhere. And they're just, like, seeing all kinds of weird stuff. Like, children's hands, children's hand prints. And, like, this house is just decrepit and falling apart. And there's no way this house should even exist in the woods. Right. And, like, everything around them has been going weird. Like, shit's been happening that cannot physically happen. They, dub- they like, go in one straight line and wind up doubling back on themselves on the other side of a river. They, you know, it's all fucking nuts. And you got, like, this sort of anxiety, like, what's happening? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And then Mike goes silent. Mike's camera falls over. Uh-huh. And... And then we hear distantly Heather screaming as we see through Heather's camera. Yeah, or we see through Heather's, Heather's camera, but hear through Mike's because uh, Heather's audio isn't working, like we mentioned. Uh-huh. And she comes downstairs and rounds the corner, and there's Mike standing in the corner, facing the wall, and you realize that it's... That's the exact same thing that Rustin Parr made the kids do when he killed them. Exactly, exactly. Like, he killed them in twos. He took one, made it face the corner, and killed the other one. Yeah, yeah. And then Heather's camera falls over, and the movie's over. Yeah, yeah. And it's just... It's so it's hard to ending. marry these feelings. It's such... Uh... It doesn't... It doesn't... It, 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 does, it knows exactly how long it needs to stay. It does not overstay its welcome. There was a scene where it was gonna where that scene was supposed to play out differently um where uh oh i didn't know about this I yeah josh going. was supposed to be hanging from the ceiling with a bunch of those stick men oh um but i'm glad they had it the way which is interesting to think about you know because that would be tying in a whole different aspect of the film but i'm glad they're tying yeah <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad they did it this way because it's it's subtler it, it's cleaner um and it's 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 more ominous somehow because i feel like just um, just him hanging from the ceiling with a bunch of stick men also hanging from the ceiling would have been like, do you get it? Do you get it? <laughs> a little bit. But um, I feel like this is this ending is, is a little bit more satisfying in that kind of sense, if that makes sense. Yeah. Now, Blair Witch Project, good movie, Jose. Uh, <laughs> so before we move into questions, I want to go through a couple more superlatives. Okay. Um, Favorite episode from this past year favorite episode like the that we that not not favorite movie favorite episode oh interesting i had a lot of fun doing a lot of the ones um i really like doing the ones with um um 
um, Brooks and Eddie. I yeah, think the only I was, one I was present there for was Cabin in the Woods. That one was yeah, really fun, though. That was a good episode. I think my pick has got to be Jason X. Oh, that one was fun, too. I actually yeah. had a lot of fun recording the Apollo 18 one. Yeah, no, that was... Because um, that one just kind of went crazy, I think. What did we... Hold on. What did we talk about in that one? I literally don't remember. It's been erased from my memory. We talked about Darkiplier and... Right, Darkiplier 2. You know, I had to turn into Darkiplier 2. Yeah. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot about that one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right, the description is just, you know, I had to turn into Darkiplier 2. Hashtag forbidden knowledge calling Lunar Troop Doc. <laughs> oh my god that was a good fu- god i'm laughing my ass off it's good no it's good oh god but like every episode we had with a guest was like i love so much so great show. for different ways like every episode we had seda on was just like absolutely fucking nuts the weird like the weird tangent like i know we go on weird tangents but like seda takes us to a place that like I don't think we can go on our own. Like, the episode we did about the Babadook was, like, so interesting to talk about. That was so cool. Like, every single guest we've had has been, like, really, really fun in different ways. And, like, I really just loved and wanted to thank, again, every single person who's been a guest on our show for this Mm -hmm. past year. Mm -hmm. You know, and people, these people, pretty much everyone we had in the past year we're going to have on again. Yeah. Like, pretty much. It's the fear-baiting family. The fear-baiting get family. (laughs) Podcast family. Podcast. Okay. Do you have any superlatives you want to ask? Because then I got I got one last one. Well, I mean, is your last one the favorite movie? Yes. Okay. Then let's Do just you have any other questions? Any other questions? Huh? Any other like superlatives? Because I want to. I want to. Well, I got two more actually. Because I got. I got to do best fear baiting meme. Oh, okay. No, we'll just we'll just go with yours because I can't think of anything else. Okay. So John Hurt squirt shirt. Uh huh. Uh, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees, top bottom dynamics. Um, <laughs> you know I had to turn into Dark Applier too. Fuck yeah! And eating pussy, dude. Eating pussy is like my total favorite because I mean that one just tickles me so much <laughs> because you were so think... mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was really angry. I think for me, it's gotta be you know I had to turn into Dark Applier too. That was so funny, yeah. Even just saying it out loud. Um, though though John Hurt's squirt shirt was really fun too, because like how annoyed you were getting at me by the time we were done watching that movie. I was like, hey, hey Blair, and you're like, fucking Because you were what? doing it all during the movie too, not just during the podcast. <laughs> I had three consecutive hours of John Hurt puns. <laughs> hey, hey Blair. Yeah. When John Hurt has to has to eat dairy products on the go, what does he what does he take? What does he eat? I don't know. What does he eat? John Hurt Gogurt. Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, I saw it coming, but I was just it doesn't make it any better. Powerless to stop it like a train. Yeah. All right. So last question. Uh, it it uh, it's going to be kind of a two parter. So you might if you don't have two different answers for both, that's fine. Favorite movie we watched this year and favorite new movie we watched this year. Which is to say a movie that I hadn't seen before? Yes. Okay. Because for me, I've got my answers ready if you need a second. Um, yeah. If you have them, go ahead. 
Okay, so the favorite movie we watched this year is The Thing. The Thing is just, it's, it, I, I love John Carpenter mm-hmm. and we need to watch more John Carpenter movies. Mm-hmm. Um, In the Mouth of Madness is a phenomenal movie and that's really high on my to-watch list. We might be doing that in the next couple of weeks because it is just so, so goddamn good. But The Thing is just quintessential John Carpenter. Everything about that movie I love to death. I love the, you know, the whole isolation aspect and like every single time I get something like that. Like there's an X-Files episode which is just basically The Thing and it's a great fucking X-Files episode i love it i love the thing i love the practical effects i love the soundtrack i love everything about the thing yeah yeah no i know totally um this is really hard for me because we watched some movies that i really liked i'm gonna say yeah. my my favorite i don't know <sighs> this is you so want me to go into favorite new movie while you're deliberating uh, yeah, go for it. So my favorite new movie that we watched this year was uh, Coherence. Oh, Coherence yeah. was absolutely phenomenal. I, I, I went, like you could you could have told me the pitch for that, and I would have been like, well, this sounds bad. Yeah, sounds like a sounds like a bottle episode of like a subpar sitcom, and it just. Everything about it works so. It just sticks to landing so well. well. No, yeah, exactly. Like there is, I'm pretty sure I said this during the episode. You pitched that to me. I tell you. No matter how good you set it up, you don't stick that landing. They fucking stick the landing. Yeah, exactly. It's so goddamn good. Coherence is absolutely incredible. Um, I was going to say Coherence, but I think just to keep it like diverse, I think I'm going to go with um, actually the first episode we did. And I've watched this oh, movie. Oh, yeah. The Final Prayer, um, The Borderlands is so fucking good. That's my favorite new movie we watched. Yeah. Um, the My favorite um, movie we watched is... I, I'm having a hard time choosing between... I think I'm just going to go with The Witch, which is one I know you didn't watch, but yeah. but I watched for this podcast. Um, I just love that movie so fucking much. It's so good. Yeah. It's so good, dog. Yeah, no. It's... This has been a really good year of podcasting. I'm glad yeah, that we and, started this... I'm glad we started this dumb project. Yeah, and, uh, like, the last year has actually just been a good mo- year for, like, movies and horror movies too yeah like oh mm, actually you know what coherence might not be the solid lock Mm, mm. get out is get out get out was really good um yeah get out was good uh it's just like uh, uh, i don't remember who directed um like i'm still fixated upon the fact that fucking jordan peele comedy sketch superstar made one of the best damn horror movies of the past like five years yeah on his first fucking go at the rodeo yeah like that is so fucking impressive yeah like it doesn't it doesn't i mean it doesn't surprise me though because it's just like comedy and horror go so well hand in hand because like the, the, the laughs kind of, like, ease up the tension a little bit. And then when scary shit happens, you're like, oh, fuck, I thought this was a funny movie. I thought, right, this, was right. the, I thought this was funny page. I thought this was the funny pages, the comics, the daily, the Sunday funnies. Where's uh, Ziggy? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm still going to go with my answer, but I loved Get Out, and it was... Yeah. It was so, God, like, yeah. That was so good. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, so we move on to questions now. Okay. We got a lot of questions. I'm Thank so you, everyone, so who sent them in. I'm so to these. <laughs> um... If if you have any questions for us at fearbidding on Twitter, fearbidding.tumblr.com, or fearbidding at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. So let's scroll down. So first question comes from Twitter user at seven inch tall Zeb. Uh, okay. by the way, do you know who Zeb is? And that's from uh um um fucking 
the the Clone Wars, I think. Oh, Star Wars. Okay. Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's our that's friend of the show, Benny. Yeah. F- probable future guest, Benny. Yeah. Uh, Benny says, you've been approached to create either a sequel or a reboot of B- Blair Witch Project. What's the new plot? How is the reboot different? And who are your actors? Who are your actors is kind of a weird question for Blair Witch Project because... They kind of have to be really no hi- names. You can- yeah, exactly. You can't hire anyone with a face for, uh, for Blair Witch Project. I'm going to give the boring answer for this and say I wouldn't do it. Yeah, like I mean, I, 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 I don't think Blair Witch. Okay, wait, Blair, 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 hold on, hold on. Okay, mm-hmm. so here's here's my here's my pitch. Okay? okay, so there's a patient in a mental hospital, right? Uh huh. And he goes into uh, a padded room with a straitjacket, and he's just like going nuts in there. Uh huh. And then. The movie goes, it's 1999, bunch of tourists are, they're going in, they arrive in Burkittsville, which, uh-huh. and they just saw the Blair Witch Project. Uh-huh. And they camp for the night in the ruins of Rustin Parr's house, right? Uh-huh. And they place cameras around to capture anything supernatural. And they fucking talk about, they go like some really fucked up shit. Like they go really far, like in the first 20 minutes, like someone might have like a, someone might have like a, a, a miscarriage or something. Okay. Sure. Okay. I can't continue this because you think that I'm pitching something in real in reality. This is just the plot of Book of Shadows. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since I've seen that fucking disaster movie. Um, though I do own it. I own it and also the three PC games, which we will talk about, but I own the three PC games. Can we do Book of Shadows for October? I would love that. Listen to me. Man, they sure do a miscarriage in the first 20 minutes of that movie, huh? Yeah. No, that that movie goes some places. Some very bad places. Yeah. <laughs> I like this article on the Wikipedia page. Erica, a Wiccan, and Kim, a goth psychic. <laughs> I mean, this sounds like a match made in heaven, you know? Yeah. Sorry for the boring answer, Benny, but, uh, like, my actors, the actors are, like, my cousin, you yeah. know, fucking John. Like, yeah. No, exactly. <laughs> Um, tell me about the video. I didn't know there were video games. Yeah, there's three of them. Actually, uh, there's Be- three. Benny, Benny sent us a question, kind of about it. Oh, okay, we'll get that. We'll get to that when we get to that. Yeah, though. yeah. Uh, Twitter user uh, K Hirsch at Lady K Hirsch, which holds up better, the Blair Witch Project or the Scooby Doo Project? Um, <laughs> actually, I think the. I obviously I'm gonna say the serious answer is the the Blair Witch Project, but I do want to. But the Scooby Doo Project like holds up, like that's it does shit. though. It does. It's I don't know. It's 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 like fun. It's like such a fun piece of like marketing, you know. Um, yeah. No, it's good. Yeah. I don't know. I I I I I, I, I was like so tickled when I see that, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter user that dude over there at Mike Loves Rabbit. There was an avalanche of shitty Blair Witch parodies when it was the new hotness. What were some of your favorites? Your most hated? So my pick is the Scooby-Doo project. Yes. Yeah. Uh, There was also a Muppets one, but I've never seen that one. Yeah, I haven't seen... I've heard of a lot of them, but I haven't seen any of the other ones. Mike specifically references after asking after I asked him for clarification. Mike specifies. I just remember there being a ton of shitty them shitty ones back in the day. The worst I can remember is WWE's Blonde Bitch Project. Uh huh. 
That's which sounds bad as hell. Yeah. Didn't you say you found like a porn parody of it? Oh yeah, I did find a porn parody of it. And um the lead actress who played the Heather analog was also in a porno parody of Bewitched called Not Bewitched Triple X. Oh my god. So you know, you're going through the fucking like the, the the DVDs at the at the Blockbuster and you're like, "Oh, hey, it's Bewitched." And then you look and it says, "Oh wait, Not Bewitched." Okay, put it back, Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, you're you're tearing this household apart with your obsession with pornography movies, Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy, you're 14, but I don't tell me about this, Jimmy. Don't show me this. I know you're a growing boy, but I don't need to know about this, Jimmy. 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 This is a porn parody of William Shakespeare's The Tempest, Jimmy. What do you expect me to do with that? <laughs> Jimmy, it's not only is it a porn parody, it's a water sports parody. It's called The Tempest. <laughs> okay. I'm, Jimmy. I'm, 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 this, this ship is going down. <laughs> we can't. Okay. Last uh, question. Benny at Kinder Murder said, or Kinder Murder. I don't know how it's, how it's supposed to pronounce that. How do you feel knowing that the Blair Witch Project is technically part of the Blood Rain universe? Okay. Also, you have to read the explanation for this. Yes. Uh, Benny also replied with an explanation uh, in a notepad document titled E-X-T-M-R-E-E-L-Y Extremely Important Blair Witch Lore. <laughs> so there's a Blair Witch Project game trilogy, right? Um, I, you can't just say right like I know that, Benny. Like, I'm sorry, I just don't know that. I didn't know it was a trilogy until right now either. I just assumed it was like three independent video games that different developers like, well, maybe I can take a crack at it. Mm-hmm. Anyways, reviews on it are polarized. It's either considered a charming cult classic game or a really shitty cash-in, but as you do. Uh-huh. Anyway, the first game is actually a partial sequel to a fairly popular PC game from the time, Nocturne, which is a game where you're a 1920s, 30s secret agent of the American secret organization Spook House. Yes, really. And your entire job is to defuse situations that involve supernatural entities, vampires, Cthulhu's, monster zombie, mobster zombies, etc., one of your partners in Nocturne is a sexy half-vampire leader named Svetlana Lupescu. Lupescu. She wears hot leather bondage outfits in the 1920s, which fucking rules. Bloodrain the game, where Bloodrain the game, where you're a hot, hot sexy half-vampire, is made by the same people who made Nocturne and canonically takes place in the Nocturne universe because the devs say Svetlana and Rain are half-sisters of the same hot vampire dad. Back to Blair Witch, the game of the movie, you play as the cute doctor from Nocturne, Dr. Elspeth Holiday, and at the beginning of the game, you see Svetlana as a cameo. Anyway, that's how, that's how. This knowledge has sat in my head for literal years. It needed to be cracked open and formed like Athena from Zeus's head. Benny, that is the fucking most bonkers shit I've ever heard in my entire goddamn life. I am never not going to be thinking about this. Like, how, how... How are you, Benny, how are you not just, like, thinking about this constantly? I don't get it. I'm sure they are, and that's why they had to tell us. Like, oh my god, it's like the, it's fucking, it's like Pontypool. I can't get it out of my head. Like, okay, so I own the three Blair Witch Project games, but I can't play them because we don't have a PC in my house. I'm sorry, Blair. Hold on, let me, I I don't think I heard you properly. Let Let me take off my headphones. I think the left and right ears are switched. No, they're on right. Did you say you fucking own all three of them on disc? Yeah. I can, Blair, like, they're within reaching distance of me right now. Give Blair, me a sec. Blair, I need you to send me a picture of them via telegram right now immediately. Okay, this is going in the show notes. Okay. Okay. 
Hold on. Okay. They're they're actually still like sealed in the package. Blair, that's nuts. I just I don't own a PC, so I haven't been able to play them. Come um, visit me. Huh? Come yeah, visit I me. Will. I'll I'll I got a PC. Okay. This is an unboxing podcast now. Wait, you're unpacking them? Yeah. How, holy sh- When did you get these, Blair? Um, my friend Alec sent them to me for Christmas. Friend of the show Alec? Former friend guest of the show Alec? Alec? Former guest Alec? On one of our most popular episodes, Alec? Uh-huh. Actually, maybe I... Hold on. Yes, I have all three of them. Okay, hold on. Let me send you a picture. Oh, no, shit. Don't fall out. <laughs> okay, so, okay, so it's Volume 1, Rustin Parr, uh, Volume 2, The Legend of Coffin Rock, and Volume 3, uh, Ellie Kedward Tale. What is the gameplay like here? Send I me the picture. Also, send the pictures, please. I'm going to. Holy shit. How, how, hold on. I'm going to go ahead and search YouTube. Uh, let's see. Blair Witch Project. Let's it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not super dramatic. Um fucking want to play these so bad though they have been like kind of te- like taunting me for the last like ever well maybe you should buy a pc and not a mac <laughs> that's my response to that it's a good response it's a fair response uh-huh. uh jesus blair i seriously can't believe it I also got a necklace with this, which I have beside me as well. It's just got the stick man on it. It's not super exciting. That's good. That's cool, though. Yeah. Right, did oh, you send it? Oh, there like, it is. They have some artwork for that. Holy shit. It's a, tri- it's a trilogy. It is a trilogy. I mean, I know, I know it was already mentioned there's a trilogy, but it's, like, packaged, like a box set. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, we'll put those oh. images in the show notes. Yeah, I'm... Blair, this is... I, this is extreme... This is something that shouldn't exist. <laughs> but I'm so glad that it does, you know? This is so much. I'm trying to figure out how to close this thing. There we go. Uh, okay, well... Jesus Christ. That means I also own the original Blair Witch Project and also um, uh, Book of Shadows on DVD. Oh, great. So when, when you add in BW, when you add in Blair Witch to your uh, collection? <laughs> oh, I think this has, like, other discs in it. You know, I've never opened these before because I just <laughs> want... Because I've seen it so many times, you know? Mm-hmm. This is exciting. Okay, we can't get... We have to continue podcasting. Yeah, okay. Um, what is... What's next? Okay, we actually have a question from Clem. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, no, it's on uh, Tumblr. Um, oh, shit. We got a Tumblr question. When does... Since when does that happen? <laughs> oh, no, that's right, because it was a reply. Yeah, yeah, it was a reply. Um, uh, they say, how do you feel um, about why the Blair Witch... Uh, has played such a cultural significant role and had such a strong staying, long staying power. Like, just why is it so culturally significant? And I, I, think, I feel like we kind of covered this at the beginning, but like to reiterate, it's just because like it. And it wasn't it, exactly the first of its kind. No, it but, wasn't the first, but it was. Like, but it was the, the biggest of make, its kind. Yeah, but why was it so? Was it just because everyone thought it was real? I think it was so. I think it's so it was effectively. So 
I think it had to do a lot with how the marketing was. Yeah. Um, and and I think it had to do a lot with how, like I said, they they it they made it seem very honest and like legitimate. You know, yeah. there's a lot of like, like like very believable character interactions. You know. Yeah. Um, that even with the mumbliest of mumblecore, you don't really see. No, no. I feel like a couple of exceptions to that, like creep. Yeah, yeah. Because God, creep is just such a good fucking. Uh huh. Can we watch Creep next week? <laughs> we already watched Creep. <laughs> creep 2. Creep. Still creeping. <laughs> Electric Creepaloo. Good joke. Where did that joke originate? Because to me, I thought it originated with... Um, do you remember those like uh, Pokemon like comic books that would get released over here that were like all black and white? And it was, like, I, really... No, I was never into Pokemon, but I can tell you it did not originate with Pokemon. <laughs> no, I know, but like, hold on. Pokemon Electric Boogaloo. Hold on, let me find this for you. I think it was like a, either a second, I think it was the second movie in a series. If you, if Yeah, you no, these, these like fucking graphic novel. The, I, I'm, hold on, shut the fuck up. Don't take me to this other link. Take me to this picture. <laughs> take me to this goddamn picture, you piece of shit. Stop linking me through this, I am in hell. <laughs> I am dying and I am in hell. Oh no. No, Luna, no. Okay. Okay. Here's what here's what I'm working with. Like this stuff where like this was the this this these graphic novels of Pokemon. Okay. You don't remember these at all, huh? I was never into Pokemon as a kid. Well, yeah, I guess so. Electric What did Electric Bulu start with? This the title oh, of Oh, Breaking. Breaking 2. Yeah, the title of this um Pokemon novel is Electric Pikachu Bulu. Just yes. for, for yep. I thought, it, I thought it originated there. I legitimately did. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that every single time someone said Electric Boogaloo, they were referring to specifically that Pokemon graphic novel until, like, a month ago. <laughs> oh, Luna. <sighs> I don't think. That's okay. You know what? Everyone doesn't know shit. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to move into recommendations? Yeah, sure. Um, before we go into recommendations, um... Uh, I actually don't have anything to say. I was going to okay. say something. I forgot what it was. Anyways, um, what do you got this week, Blair? Um, so I, I kind of did this same thing a couple of weeks ago, but I do want to... Okay, so they've been adapting books to TV shows a lot. And... Oh, okay, yep. And Stars has done um, American Gods, and it's so fucking good. It is so fucking good. It's got a lot of, like, sexually graphic and, like, violent things into it, so if you're not, like, totally down with that shit... I've only seen one screenshot from it, and it is of a dick pic in a frame. Yeah, 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 yeah. That happens. Um, um, they they also have, um, I guess, an unbirthing scene. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you know, I'm into that. Uh, which is something that actually happened in the book. So I, I believe it. <laughs> um. I, it just has such a fun atmosphere and it's shot, and the cinematography is so good and the color grading is so good. I don't know. It's Two episodes fun. out, so get on the ground floor on that one. Yeah, it's so fun. I'm actually going to go watch an episode of it after we're done recording. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> um, I, my recommendation this week is, like, I haven't really seen much, done or seen much of anything since we last recorded. Uh-huh. I, I watched Moana. How was it? It was good. Is that your recommendation this week? I, I guess. I... It was a good movie. Yeah. I mean, no, you know, commit to it. Yeah, that's if you it's like a good to movie. commit to it. I think I, I mean the soundtrack's re- the soundtrack's really good and like you know 
gripes that may be had about Lin-Manuel Miranda, I, which I think there are some perfectly reasonable thing issues to have with the man. Uh-huh. Um, I think that he is still an incredible composer. Yeah. He is just very, very good at that. Yeah. No, I totally A great agree. composer and a pretty good lyricist. Yeah. No, completely. Um, anything else? I don't think so. I think we touched all the bases. Um, so the, 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 just to reiterate the, the, the link to our Patreon is Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash fear baiting. It's going to be our pinned tweet on Twitter. Yeah. Super easy so, to get to. Yeah, um, super easy to give us money. Yeah. <laughs> like, almost hilariously easy to give us money. <laughs> um, so so there's that. Uh, if you want to find me on the internet, you can at bramblepelt.tumblr.com. Or if you prefer Twitter, you can find me there at Blair Kitch on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter is at Chie Shadonaka and Chie chiasatanakas.tumblr.com Yep. You got it. You did it. Good yep. for you. <laughs> and um, before we head out for the evening, I just wanted to say a really, really heartfelt thank you to everyone who's been listening and supporting us for the last year. Yeah. Um, this podcast has been, like, just like it's the it's pretty much it's exactly the highlight of my week and like tuesday or wednesday like every without fail i'm always like man when are we gonna get to record a podcast again it's only <laughs> been like two days but i want to do it again it's just it's so much fun i have mm-hmm. like one of the best co-hosts i could possibly ask for Aww. and it's just a, a sincere and heartfelt thank you to everyone who has you know helped us on the way promoted our podcast just any like retweeted it anything we just I'm yeah. really great. I'm sure I'm sure Blair is too. I'll speak for both of us here. We're both very grateful. Yeah. Thank you to all I mean, we said this. Thank you to all the people who have been on the podcast and will continue yep. to be on the podcast. Thank you to everyone who supported it. Thank you to everyone who just like downloads the episodes and listens to it. Even if you're like yeah. not like actively like out there like singing our praises, just like being with us, you know, for an hour or so every week. That means yeah. a lot. Yeah. So in conclusion, we love you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's going to do it for Fear Baiting this week. Yeah. Um, Until next week, when we watch The Secret of Nim 2. <laughs> uh, I'm Blair. I'm Luna. And remember... Wait, let's do it together. You can put a fucked, fucked up, up guy, guy anywhere. anywhere. I'm going to cut that so it sounds good. Cool, 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 cool. Good night, everyone. Bye, bye, bye.